everyone, and welcome to Bards Lost in the Metaverse with me, Sean Lee. And me, Andy Mack. Join us as we explore the depths of our creativity and the world of Web3. Hello and welcome to episode 19 of Bards Lost in the Metaverse, a podcast that follows the adventures of two aspiring creatives as we learn to weave magic through words, art and music while exploring the world of Web3. Each week we'll start off with an update of our works in progress before diving into a discussion of our creative escapades or current and future technology. Ooh, so welcome to our 19th episode. Woohoo! Woo! <laughs> <laughs> almost 20! <laughs> I know, we're getting along. Yes. So what are we actually talking about today, Andy? Uh, so today we continue our uh, cryptocurrencies mini-series and we're going to be talking about crypto wallets and crypto exchanges. Uh, so join us on our learning adventure into the world of crypto. It has been a good learning adventure. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, I think last week I was like, this is so many note pages. We're at nine. And then yeah. I think before you edited this one last night, there was it about was 10. It was getting pretty big. Yeah. <laughs> the more you know. Yeah. Uh, but before we get into it, as always, um, we'll talk about our books and everything else. So where are you up to with the book? What's been going on? So I think over this last week, I managed to properly format, I think, and finalize chapters four. Four and five Very for cool. release. Yep. Um, started episode editing. Um, chapter six for its like final like read through sort of thing. Yeah, very cool. Of course, that managed to make me go, oh, I should like add a little bit extra into chapter five just to like link something else up. <laughs> <laughs> so I may pull down chapter five again, edit that quickly. But yeah, that is ticking along. Ah, uh, that's all. That's good. Yeah, it's, it's back getting in the there. swing of it. It is getting there. Yeah, music. Music. I didn't make any new tracks this week, but I did make about, I think it was five videos for YouTube. So mixing the actual tracks with with video, yeah. Um, And also finalized like the mixing levels of all those tracks and stuff. So going back in after you listen to them and you're like, whoa, that's a really big beat and all I can hear is the drum. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Let's go make that a bit quieter. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so some stuff. Yeah. It wasn't overly productive. I probably could have done more, yeah. but... But it was your first week back at day job as well, wasn't it, last yes, week? Yes, it was. Yeah, so you've been full adult mode now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Adulting's not fun. Nobody likes adult mode. Oh, <laughs> uh, dear. That is true. How about you? Where are you up to? Uh, I have been going pretty hard on the book. Um, I think I left a little note in there. So I'm mm. still working on those three. I think that was two or three chapters I mentioned last time. It's three chapters I'm working on. I think it's mm. 14, 15, 16. I finished my pre... Pro Writing Aid edit, and I'm now in Pro Writing Aid just burning out their back-end servers with all my crappy writing. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I was like, man, this is taking longer than I wanted it to. But I did I did a quick look, because these are pretty long chapters. Mm. So these three chapters combined are like 26,000 words, mm. which is, it's you a, know, a big the chapters. third of a normal book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, there's two 8,000s and a 9,000. They don't seem long, like when I'm editing them and reading them. It's just... They when I actually long. look at the numbers, yeah, I'm like, oh, that's, well, you know, people will be getting their money's worth. That's true. Yeah. Which so. is no money at the moment. <laughs> yes. They'll be getting their email addresses. Enjoy your worth. content. Yeah, 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 yeah. You got a lot. Yes, exactly. Yeah. No lack of uh, giving on my behalf. Wow. Okay. Um, what about your art then? Nah, nothing. I wanted to do a fair bit on the weekend, but it was a bit rainy in that and the kids stole my mm. iPad. Mm. Uh, so <laughs> I didn't get to finish off the uh, cover design. I'm almost there. Shouldn't be too much longer. Hopefully this week I'll get it done because we've got a public holiday in there oh, yeah, and some other stuff. So I'll hopefully get it done this week 
and then that should be done and just more writing mm-hmm. and doing stuff. But what else mm-hmm. have you been up to, Sean? Because it has just been that this week. You've been playing? Well, we have been playing a little bit. Yes. Yeah, we have been talking about how the two of us want to start really engaging a lot more, I guess, in the tech and AI space and everything. Yep, definitely. Um, I think it helped that I, we also took part in, I think it was called ad, this ads expedition sort of mini thing that went through the self-publishing formula. Yes. Um, I've mentioned before that. I mm. signed up for a course with them and so we got sent this as for free which was amazing mm-hmm. um but it was all about facebook advertising but as part of that one yeah. of the exercises was to test out chat gpt yes so get it to write some copy hopefully was it? some re- listeners headlines. may have heard about it yeah, but yeah. it's this amazing ai i was i was blown away truthfully it was yeah. so helpful uh I was able to take like this little stream of copy I'd written, just like, you know, a snapshot of like what Agent Mother Other is to use on an ad. Yeah, yeah. I was like, mm, this isn't great. But you're able to put it in and be like, can you please make like five different versions that are really exciting and like would work for an advertisement and help what, make people want to click on it? Yeah, yeah. And it just, like, I think it was five seconds or so, and it had spat out different versions. Yeah, it's. I had a play as well doing that. It is uh, very cool. Yeah, yeah, I even used it for my blurb. I put my blurb in that I've been drafting up and was like, can you give me some different versions of this? Not all of them were perfect, admittedly, when it was spinning yes. back out. Yeah, I've seen a bit of that. But it just came up with so many different variations that it you can pick and choose and it will just save so much time. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I want to actually, and I haven't, I don't know how to do it, but um, I'm sure I can just Google it. I want to put like a whole chapter in there and tell them to like summarize it as a blurb. Oh, that'd be interesting. Yeah, yeah. P- particularly when I go forward to doing the audio drama. I can mm. put that in the show notes and stuff like that. Yeah. Little things like that I thought would be cool. Yeah, so it's super powerful. Like, it's yeah. very interesting. Of course, with all these AI things, we've talked about it before with AI generative art. Like, there's a bit of controversy in the back end of, yes. like, where it's scraping information for these AIs to learn. Yeah. But it was super cool. Yes. <laughs> I was very excited by it. Yeah. It, yeah, just so many options. And then you sent me a couple of cool TikToks, I did. Didn't I, you? Uh, what did I come I, I think I woke up Sunday morning and then, like, <laughs> all the AI yeah. uh, was on my TikTok or Instagram or Facebook, whatever I was looking at, my <laughs> socials. There was Boss GPT. Yeah, something like that. Where so- it's, I think it's pretty much Chat GPT, but they've kind of organized it into you get, like, virtual employees. Mm. So, you're like, here's your marketing guy and here's your accountant guy and et cetera, et cetera or whatever it is, and you go into the AI and you're like, hey, marketing person, put together a campaign for me on this, and then, you know, sales guy, how would I do this on which website, and which one would be best, and it just does mm. all that. It's like having virtual assistants, really. Yeah, it was pretty... Well, we only ha- I haven't played in it, but it looked pretty cool for yeah, the little Yeah, exactly, yeah. I'm not sure if it's just uh, like a rip-off of ChatGPT, and yeah. they've just organised it a bit different. It's fairly new because I did a little bit of look into it. So I think it only got released the other day. Mm. And I don't know if what I was seeing was just good marketing by them. Possibly. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Or it was actually good. But then that led me into AI music, Mm. um, which I had a bit of a play around (laughs) with. Uh, It was all right. Um, It's sort of just like, from what I've seen, it's just a whole bunch of loops and sounds, etc. And you kind of pick like a theme and a tempo. You can get into like a key. Mm. You can go like, I want modern orchestral. I want it to be... 
uh, in C, C major and I want it to be this beats per minute and I want it to be moody and I want mm. it to be this long, etc. And it just kind of creates that. Yeah. And then you can sort of go in and edit it a bit more. So I only had a little play with it. I wasn't super impressed, but I think if you start putting in, you can also upload tracks like this is my kind of vibe. This is what I'm after. I want a little bit. And then you can start playing around with instruments and stuff. It's interesting. Yeah, but I feel like from what I've seen, and I've only played with one. I can't remember which one it was. I played with two. I think it was Damper maybe. I don't know. Sorry. Um, but it was sort of like, oh, I could probably just do this in GarageBand on my own in the yeah. same amount of time. Yeah, well, it sounds like it's kind of just the AI is pulling vibe sounds, I guess, yeah. like from these loops and then putting into yeah. the patterns that make up yeah, the song. I, I, AI is yeah. loose for this one. I'd call it yeah. machine learning. It's more like I'm yeah, going to put okay. together these selection of metadata tags on these files yeah. in an order that's okay based on these four different patterns I have. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so it wasn't bad, don't get me wrong, but it, yeah. after playing with like some of the garage band and other stuff, yeah, I'm like, I wasn't impressed. super impressed. But that's very first touch. So. Yeah, well, that's just... Getting those TikToks sent from you, I was just like, this space is developing so fast. Yes. So yeah. it's definitely an area I've got to yeah. keep Chat on top GPT of is one to look at. I think from what I've seen, mm. it's only getting its information from written text, but soon yeah. it'll be doing spoken. Yeah, like, or like where it's pulling it from, I don't know. I heard... The internet? <laughs> I heard through just rumours, I think, we're just chatting with people really. Yeah. So I don't have any solid evidence, but yeah. I'd heard that, um, yeah, there's companies looking at suing the open AI yeah. because they're pulling data from like these other companies like yeah it'd be interesting where it's things. getting things from so I don't know the back it just sounds a bit messy yeah. at times well there's probably some they're, they're <laughs> probably not in the wrong because it's probably like there's if probably something about stuff, yeah if you know. put stuff on the internet it can pull it from it yeah right? if it's open source and all that it's still very grey in all the legal areas for all this AI yes. stuff at times uh, but it's impressive tool like yeah, it's it a good... so impressive. I think... What did I do? I even played in there and went, write me the opening paragraph of a book set, like, on a planet that's an entire city and rah, rah, rah. I just made up some stuff similar mm. to my book, but not quite. And I threw it in there and it gave me, like, the opening paragraph. And I was like, do it in a cyberpunk theme <laughs> for a sci-fi novel. And it came up with, like, three different versions some of ideas. that. And it wasn't bad. And I think... Similar to the AI art is what people, a lot mm. of artists are using it for. It's a good prompt. It's a good like... Inspiration Yeah, if I, I could see myself okay. if I was really stuck with something, I'd be like, oh, describe this. And it might give you a couple of ideas and you'd be like, ah, that's the word. Or, yeah. Oh, yep, that's a better way of looking at it. Well, that's what I thought like doing like the ad copy. I was like, this is very useful. Yeah, just, just for like... different oh, ideas okay. for how you could pull or different wording or how to make it more catchy, I guess. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. I think if you're inputting stuff and getting ideas out and then refining... It's going to be super useful. Yeah. I don't know how good it is yet for... And I don't know. I'm on the free version. I don't know if there's a paid yeah, version. I, I don't know, actually. Yeah, I did I hear that um, just like through the Facebook groups that I'm part of and stuff, though. Um, it got so popular, though, the servers crashed in the UK like, oh, wow. last week. And stuff, yeah, I know. Like, you just couldn't get on. Banned from certain schools and stuff for homework and yeah. all sorts of things. Interesting. It's going to be an evolving space. So we will keep paying yes. attention to AIs because there are so many and it's... Growing. Yes. <laughs> Quickly. It certainly is. Uh, all right. But let's get into our actual let's, episode. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just Crypto chat. wallets. Crypto let's do wallets. it. All right. So last episode, we talked about uh, what are cryptocurrencies, the history of cryptocurrencies, different types of cryptocurrencies, and a little bit about the market towards the end of the episode. And we talked about that. 
In this episode, we're going to take the next step and see what it takes to actually buy and own cryptocurrencies, which leads us to the most essential thing you'll need in order to buy a crypto, mm-hmm. a wallet. Mm. Yes. Kind of essential, isn't it? It is. Uh, okay, Sean, what is a wallet? Sure. Let me take over, shall I? Please do. So in this episode, we'll take a deeper dive into what it takes to buy and own cryptocurrencies. The most important aspect of owning crypto is having a secure wallet to store your private keys. A crypto wallet is a device, program or service that stores the public and private keys for cryptocurrency transactions and also offers the functionality of encrypting and signing information. It is important to have a secure wallet as it provides your ownership of digital assets and allows you to make transactions. There are various types of wallets available, such as paper wallets, hardware wallets and online wallets. Each type has its own trade-offs. For example, paper and hardware wallets are more secure but harder to access, while online wallets offered by major exchanges are easy to access but dependent on the exchange's security measures. Some investors also choose to have a combination of hot and cold wallets for added security. (laughs) Now, Sean, why were you reading like that? Because that was uh, not what I was expecting. What was with that voice? Did it work? (laughs) (laughs) Well, kind of gave it away, I think. (laughs) That was a bit of fun. Um, So I had a bit of a play. We were talking about AI before. (laughs) Yes, you did. I um, took the first, I don't think it was like four pages of our notes. Yes. And put it into ChatGPT and asked it, can you please make a succinct and like really nicely flowing um, summary of all this information that I could use for a podcast episode? (laughs) And that's what it spat out at me. (laughs) And it almost would have been convincing if you didn't read it like a robot. Yeah, but I thought I should. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it was kind of fun. I, I tried very hard not to laugh. <laughs> I almost nailed it. There was like one slip of my tongue. There was. There was. So I was like, damn, um, it almost I, was really I did AI. say in future audio productions of mine, you should definitely play the AI. That wasn't even my AI. like full AI, AI voice. I know. We'll, <laughs> save, we'll save that for special occasions. We'll save it for you all at some other time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, so that is a very quick summary. We're yes. actually going to go through the details. Yeah, we just definitely. thought it was a bit of fun to show you yeah. what chat GPT spat out at me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so let's actually get All into right. it properly. Andy. Yes. Can you please tell us what is a crypto wallet? All right. According to <laughs> Wikipedia, uh, a cryptocurrency wallet is a device, physical medium, program or service which stores the public and or private keys for cryptocurrency transactions. In addition to this basic function of storing keys, a cryptocurrency wallet more often also offers the functionality of encrypting and or signing information. Signing can, for example, result in executing a smart contract, a cryptocurrency transaction, identification, or legally signing a document. I'm doing He's the doing the air, air quotes. Air quotes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's, that's the Wikipedia version You'll of it. You love a good Wikipedia definition. Well, I do. Because <laughs> what I do is, right, so <laughs> just to, you know, to the court. Uh, what I do is I usually look whatever our topic is and I'll have a look and I'll go to the Wikipedia definition first and then I'll go through a couple of websites yeah. and they're usually just different, slightly different worded versions of the yeah. Wikipedia version. So, you know, I'm not I'm not saying I'm an expert, so I may as well read the best <laughs> definition I can to the, the people that are listening. It's always a good starting place, right? Yeah, yeah. But um, I can elaborate a little bit more. Yeah, let's elaborate did, a bit more. I did do some uh, research. So, crypto, war- crypto wallets store your public key and keep your private keys safe and secure. Mm-hmm. So we talked about keys as part of cryptology and et cetera. Yeah, yeah I Which, think we have a little bit. But if you yeah. go into the next sentence, I think it might explain it a little oh, bit more. Oh, there you more. go. Private <laughs> keys 
Thanks, boss. Private <laughs> keys are an encrypted string of characters that act as a password to give you access to your cryptocurrencies and verifies transactions or proves ownership, allowing you to send and receive cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin and Ethereum, which we talked mm, about last time. So that's your private key. It's your yes. password. <laughs> Public keys are used to send cryptocurrency into a wallet, kind of like a bank account numbers that enable people to send you money but they can't access your account. Crypto wallets that store these keys come in many forms, from hardware wallets like Ledger, well, which looks like a USB stick, yeah. yep, uh, to mobile apps like Coinbase Wallet, which makes using crypto as easy as shopping with a credit card online. Yeah, so the private key is like your password, really, yes. to actually get access your account, I yes. guess. And the public key is just like the, if you want to send me cash, send it here. I guess it's kind of like your PayPal ID, like people have Bank those things and those IDs things. kind of. Yeah. Like you can like share like your account number in BSB, but yeah, that doesn't let anyone touch your funds. They exactly. just can give you cash. Yeah. Yeah. So yes, public and private keys. Yep. There you go. Encryption. Yeah. Encryption. <laughs> crypto warrior. But why are crypto wallets important, Andy? All right. So unlike a normal wallet, which can hold actual cash, crypto wallets technically don't store your crypto. Your holdings live on the blockchain, but can only be accessed using a private key. Your keys prove your ownership of your digital money and allow you to make transactions. If you lose your private keys, you lose access to your money. That's why it's important to keep your hardware wallet safe or use a trusted wallet provider. So I think we may have mentioned mm. that last time about people forgetting passphrases and things like that. Yeah. And we'll chat a bit more about that later. Yeah. It makes me... Millions of dollars left nervous. lying around on <laughs> thumb drives and uh, in mm. the internets. Mm. That's uh, always a concern. <laughs> how do you use a crypto wallet? Mm-hmm. How do you? All right. Crypto wallets <laughs> range from simple to use apps to more complex security solutions. Yeah. Uh, you put a big word in there that Hello, I can't clearly. say. Oh. I can't even say it today right. now. I even wrote it down. I there are two types head. of wallets. <laughs> Colloquially. Cold wallets and hot wallets. And sort of yeah. hot wallets is kind of software and hot wallets, I guess. And we'll get into it. Uh, yeah, we're about yeah. to go through it. Yeah, I kind of love that they're called hot and cold wallets. Yes. Would you like happy. to talk about cold wallets then? Sure. All right. Tell me all about them. So, very briefly, cold wallets are not connected to the internet. And the keys are stored offline. Correct. I'm going to go through more details though, of course. So it's, you know, learning. We mm. learned so much this week. It's yes, been great. We did. So cold wallets are storage methods or physical gadgets designed to store crypto in a format that's not connected to the internet. So this type of storage helps enhance the security of your cryptocurrency. And there are two main sort of types of cold wallets that I came across. So there's paper wallets. Yeah. Which are non-custodial cold wallets. We'll go through non-custodial later. <laughs> yes, we will. Um, and in paper wallets, the key's actually written on a, they call it a physical medium, literally a piece of paper, Okay. and stored in a safe place. So you've written it on a piece of paper and put it yeah. in a locked desk or something, or a safe in your house. Yeah, definitely <laughs> what you should do with your passwords is mm. write them down. <laughs> so this, of course, makes using your crypto also harder because as digital money, it can actually only be used on the internet. So yeah, a little bit tricky. Yeah. Hardware wallets, though, are the main Type yes, of cold yeah, war, yeah. cold cold war, <laughs> not cold war, cold wallets. Yeah. <laughs> um, so these are also non-custodial cold wallets, and the key is actually stored in, as you said before, like a thumb drive sort of looking device or yeah. an external hard drive. Yep. Um, and that's kept in a safe place and only connected to a computer when you need to use the crypto. So the idea is to try to balance security and convenience by having it enabled like you can easily connect it to the internet when needed but generally you've literally got a little device in your house that you put in a drawer or 
in a safe or somewhere. Yes. Keep it safe. Yeah. <laughs> That's really the message of that. Yes, yes. And um, I will get into it, but yes, sometimes the cold wallets actually uh, integrate with the hot wallets. Yes, they yeah. do. Um, but whatever their form, so a cold wallet provides cold storage, hence call it being called cold wallets, for your crypto keys. So it greatly reduces the risks associated with hacking, but cold wallets lack many of the additional trading integration features prevalent among the hot wallets. Yes. And they also can risk being lost or destroyed, like if you lose your little USB stick. Yeah. Uh, it's gone. It's gone. Yeah, yeah. No more cryptos for you. Risky. But that's a cold wallet. Yes. Do you want right. to do hot wallets? I would. I would. All right. <laughs> so hot wallets or online wallets are connected to the internet. Uh, they're often available as standalone product, a software wallet, or as a feature offered by a crypto exchange, a so-called exchange wallet, which we'll talk a bit more about. Yeah. Uh, we will talk about exchanges. Oh, there we go. We'll talk about exchanges. But often these exchange wallets are custodial wallets in which a third party, the, the exchange, holds your private keys. Mm. Non-custodial hot wallets do exist and are usually mobile or desktop applications. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in online wallets, your private crypto keys are stored in an app or other software, which makes sending, receiving, and using your crypto as easy as using your online bank account, payment system, or brokerage. Online wallets offered by major exchanges are the simplest way to get started in crypto and offer a balance of security and easy access. Because your private info is online, your protection against hackers is only as good as your wallet, wallet provider's security. Mm. So make sure you look for features like two-factor. Yeah, security is going to be yeah. a consistent theme yes, running through is. all these wallets because it's the biggest concern, I think, for all these It certainly is, yeah, stuff. yeah. I mean, and any internet Web3 thing, yeah. you need to consider security. Yeah. Um, so I did find out, though, that there are, like, a lot of people using multiple types of yes. wallets, so you don't have to just use a hot or a cold. Yeah. So a lot of crypto investors may store... Like the same coins, even in multiple wallets. Yeah, okay. Which means you can hold the same token or coin in both the hot and cold. Um, so hot wallets make it easier to execute the crypto transactions, but since hot wallets are hosted online, they are more vulnerable to hackers. So that's yeah. why some users look to place the crypto in the cold storage as a long-term solution. Yeah. So you sort of that like have to alternate a bit. Yeah, it's like keep it can get robbed at the bank, but you know yeah. it's a bit safer under your mattress. Maybe you've ordered like some gold bars and you've got them in a safe. <laughs> that's your like <laughs> yes. cold storage of your crypto yeah, keys. As opposed to having digital <laughs> money in the bank. Yeah. Um, so compatibility between wallets helps if you're looking to actually access the additional features. Um, but a word of caution, if you have multiple wallets for the same crypto or token, you may have actually ha then have heightened security risks because you've got two different points where hackers yeah, can actually try points. to get more into vectors, you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah, security takes center stage when it comes to crypto. So some hot wallets do offer a form of repayment for stolen crypto. Um, they're usually the ones that are actually custodial ones, yes. which we'll go into. Yeah. Um, and so that's an important feature for assuring your peace of mind and ensuring it's a good place to park your non-fungible tokens. But it all comes with different risks and security risks. Yeah. And yeah, we will talk a bit more, but so much in this space feels like you need to do your research as always. Yeah. And make up your mind as to what you are comfortable with, really. Yes. So yes. It's, it's messy. But it does flow quite nicely, though, into yes. what I was saying about um, custodial and non-custodial wallets. Yeah. And so that is another important variation to understand, I think, between wallets. Yeah, yeah. So do you want to go through? All right. I'll talk about custodial versus no Love custodial. You too. Yeah, yeah. So crypto exchanges such as Coinbase provide custodial wallets, meaning they're responsible for safeguarding your keys. 
Anytime you initiate a crypto transaction on an exchange, they digitally sign it using your private key from within the wallet. This all happens seemingly automatically with little, no, little to no user intervention required. Oh, let me change pages. Let me... <laughs> <laughs> There's lots of pages today. So many users prefer custodial wallets because they would rather not bother with security themselves. However, to others, trusting control of their private keys to a third party is completely unthinkable. And obviously that's a personal choice and yeah. how much you know about cybersecurity and IT security and yeah. all that sort of stuff. And functionality of being able to use. Yeah, it depends. If, I'm sure if you're a super secure cyber guy and you're very um, competent in this field, you might be more than happy to do that. Yeah. But if yeah. you're not interested in that, you don't have time for that, it might be simpler just to use a, uh, yeah, as a custodial one. Yeah. All right, but I'll, I'll, I'll keep going. Um, yep. So I've got more notes on it. For those <laughs> security-minded users, you mm. might like a non-custodial crypto wallet. When using a non-custodial wallet, your crypto assets, no third party will have... Oh, sorry. Using your with your crypto assets, no third party will have access to your wallet's private keys, not even the wallet provider itself. So non-custodial requires a greater degree of technical know-how Mm. than exchange-provided custodial wallets. So there might be a slight learning curve involved, particularly if you're new. Yeah. Yeah. So non-custodial wallets allow users to serve as their own banker, but the trade-off is that the wallet security also becomes their sole responsibility. Mm. A lost account password at a crypto exchange can likely be recovered. However, if you're using a non-custodial wallet and misplace your recovery phrase, your funds could be lost forever. Mm. Yeah, I'm not getting it back ever. Because it is encrypted. Yeah, it's yeah. not like your it's, bank where it's like you, I don't know, have all these different levels of verification and things so they know it's yeah. you so that if you know, someone takes your money, you go, that wasn't me, yeah, I'm me. I didn't me. spend $400 on yeah. dinner uh, in Then they just recoup it for you and yeah, get it back exactly. to you. It's like, oh, yeah. if it's gone, it's gone. <laughs> yes. So that <laughs> is... It's scary, like that part of, I think, of the crypto wallet sort of thing. There's a lot of pressure on them. Keeping that stuff safe. <laughs> yes, yes. But once again, if you're a competent user of this sort of stuff, that might not be a. Yeah. Of a so I was interesting hearing, like, you know, they this little like part where it says um, when referring to the age-old debate yeah. of custodial versus non-custodial wallets, a common refrain among crypto enthusiasts is "not your keys, not your crypto." <laughs> it's, it's got little air quotes. I, I imagine people yeah, chanting it. That's what I, I I got from that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> as well. I poke my head around my like little soundboard. Like, yeah. like, oh, Sean's fist is pumping in, in the, the air. street, just chanting it. <laughs> not your keys, <laughs> not your crypto. But the the idea behind that though is they're trying to say whoever controls a crypto wallet's private keys, whether it's an individual or corporation, has unfettered access to its corresponding assets, which is true. Yeah. Um, but and then so many believe um, users believe that it means. Unless you're using non-custodial wallets for your private keys, you don't actually own your own crypto. So there's a bit of a haze of yeah. If you have access, do you, to you own it? And it's like, yeah. well, depends what that service provider is. And exactly. I don't know. That's this is what we were talking about. It's yeah. so murky still in such a new yeah. area. There's so many different like yes. levels of risk, and it's an evolving market. And yeah, but I, I'm not sure if I put it in here later on. But you'll see some of these. Um, big companies and exchanges and wallet type sort of things are mm. government like regulated, like you know, mm. ASIC and uh, exchange and all this sort of stuff. Look at them, they're NASDAQ or whatever it is listed. Yeah. Like, there's a big public companies. It's not like you know, the dodgy back in the day Silk Road stuff we were talking about yeah. previously. These are big companies, and, I, and you know, I've got it in here and we'll talk about one of them. Uh, has its own basketball stadium. 
Uh, so yeah. it's it's a legit. These are legitimate businesses. So it's not. I feel like there's always the risk of that happening, but the bank yeah. could just take your money as well, right? Yeah, I feel like it's going to keep developing this area and, yeah, yeah, those companies, those providers will become more secure because, well, I guess the more money they have, the more they'll be able to, like, reinvest that money into more security and stuff. Oh, and And publicly traded and then the whole, like, rules and regulations about companies and what they have to do and and security of people's investments and we saw what happened with Old Mate and his $250 million bail. Yeah, and, like, not all of them, though, have proper customer service or something yet. I think that's seen. Like, a lot of it is... um, yeah, you don't actually have probably someone to talk to if you do lose your accounts. Hmm. But that's going to get better, I think. Um, it, I think they will slowly morph into like what you see as banks in a way. Yeah, as today, pretty like, much. You have someone you can call to be like, "Oh no, I've forgotten yeah. something." Oh, and some or... of them do, and um, and we'll get into that. Yeah, actually. we'll go through it. Yeah, yeah. Some um, of them have that. You yeah. got a little note you wanted to talk yeah, about? Yeah, I was going to say like a little summary because that was just a lot. We just gibbered a lot. Yes, a that lot. was a lot of technical so, talking. So pretty much, um. Just, there are hot wallets, there's cold wallets, and there's custodial and non-custodial wallets. Yes. And they all vary. Um, but whatever type you use, the purpose of all of them is to store the keys to your crypto with the correct key enabling you to decrypt or unlock the wallet and access your currency. That's what they all sort of do. But yes, as we were sort of getting into, it's yeah. like each combination of those, whether it's like a hot custodial or a hot non-custodial or a cold, whatever, I don't Yeah. They all have different risk levels, so yes. you need to research and know what you're comfortable with. Yes, I think correct. All right, but that's the basic definitions of what exists. Yeah, that's <laughs> yes. yeah, yeah. the different types of products, I guess. Yeah, that's what wallets are to a degree. <laughs> yeah. That's a high overview. But yeah, but we wanted to go into next, I guess, a bit of the like, what are the most popular wallets around, and what's the actual difference between them all. Yeah. Um, so we'll probably list out a few of the main ones now, but also highlight um, some of the wallets that were named Money.com's top picks for 2023. Yes. And, and in my research, <laughs> uh, like it's the same across Forbes and a couple other different sort of big publications yeah. like that had the They all same have pretty ones. good consensus yeah, and stuff. Yeah, listed. Um, yeah, but do you want to kick off? Uh, yeah, all right. Coinbase wallet. Um, best for beginners, according to Money.com. Uh, Coinbase is a leading crypto exchange and it offers three different crypto wallets. The Coinbase wallet is one of the exchange's hot wallet products. The other two wallets offered are Coinbase DAP. App. Don't say DAP. Yeah, yeah, trouble. I heard you pause. I just saw You're it. Like, oh, no. <laughs> I was like, oh, don't say it. Uh, so Coinbase DAP wallet and the storage. <laughs> you just said DAP. <laughs> I know. Um, I did it on purpose. I'm trying to start trouble Sorry, on the internet. <laughs> Coinbase DAP wallet and the storage option available via Coinbase Exchange. Uh, according to the company, Coinbase wallet supports hundreds of thousands of crypto assets. But there are a few caveats. Most notably, Bitcoin is only supported through the wallet's mobile app. The Coinbase wallet seamlessly connects to its native crypto exchange and many other major decentralized crypto exchanges. Dexes. Dexes. That sounds cool. (laughs) Uh, Coinbase wallet has also teamed up with cold storage company Ledger to provide cold wallet compatibility uh, and options. So like we said before, Mm. some of those cold wallets, once you've sort of unlocked them and plugged them in, they will be able to connect directly from what you have in your cold wallet to either a hot wallet or the exchange. Yeah. Not 100% sure. We haven't played with that yet. Lots of different options available through Coinbase, it seems. I did find interesting, like you said, about how, you know, Bitcoin's only supported through the wallet's mobile app. Yes. I did find that it was a bit of a common sort of theme. Like, you need to check your wallets to see what type of coins it does, I guess, accept or store. 
because they do all operate on their own different blockchains, like Ethereum yes. and Bitcoin are different blockchains. Yes. Not every wallet accesses those blockchains. Yeah, so it's quite interesting. <laughs> I didn't realize either until I started looking into yeah. it that you just so, you know, I don't want to get ahead of myself, but um, some of them just won't. You can't get Bitcoin. You can't store yes. Bitcoin in there because yeah. it's all for Ethereum-based stuff and, yeah, and vice versa, versa and then not to mention the 4,000 other different types of yeah. currencies so out there. So, a lot of the big ones do do it all. Yes, of course. But yeah, check is the message of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> check it's not as easy as you would doing. think. Yeah, it's not like your bank account that takes all money. Yeah, because yeah. if you just open a random wallet and you're like, I want to buy Bitcoin because I've heard of that. Yeah, you might not be able to. <laughs> yes. So, as always, do your research. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Uh, Trust Wallet. Do you want to talk about sure. that? Sure. Trust Wallet. So, this one was best for mobile yep. from money.com. Um, so, Trust Wallet operates in partnership with major crypto ex- with a major crypto exchange. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm pretty sure it's Binance yes, is actually yeah. the exchange that it's in um, collaboration with. So it's the official wallet. Oh, ah, it's my next line. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we, we're having a revenge we're for me. That, revenge. We? We're yep. getting ahead of our own notes. So yeah, the, it's the, the official wallet of Binance, um, which is the international digital asset firm. And that partnership gives the users the ability to buy, sell, and trade directly from the wallet. It's fully open source, which is a distinction that um, only a handful of competitors share. So it supports more than a million different assets. Um, it can't convert to cold storage, so it yep. doesn't give you that option like the Coinbase one did. But you can do staking in DeFi, which we will go we'll into later. later. Yep. Um, and you can buy crypto just with a card. So yes. your fiat currencies yes. that you currently have using your, crypt- um, your crypto, your credit card. There we go. Too many Cs. Yes. You can use a credit card to buy crypto. Using trust. Well done. <laughs> there we go. And it does support dApps. Well done. Ha ha. <laughs> Pronounced everything correctly. Correctly. Nice. <laughs> All right. Next up, MetaMask. You want to go? Uh, yes, I will. So if you're a regular user of applications on the Ethereum blockchain, chances are you've come across MetaMask. Mm. Free and open source, MetaMask can store any digital asset that's built on Ethereum. There are more than 700,000. <laughs> MetaMask also integrates with many of the Web3 applications that exist on the internet that require crypto transactions to work. So MetaMask has mobile and browser-based wallets, though it does not have a desktop desktop application. MetaMask also does not have staking directly in its app. You can, however, easily stake tokens using the apps that connect to MetaMask on the web. And we'll talk about staking. Mm. Yeah, yeah, bear with us on that. Just remember that if you're not a big user of Ethereum and its related tokens, MetaMask might not be much help to you. No Bitcoin. So yeah, no Bitcoin on yeah. MetaMask. Yeah. Another, like, we'll just talk about how you can only have certain cryptocurrencies, but a yes. good thing to remember too is that also relates to the NFTs because you usually use yes. um, wallets to store NFTs. That's yes, and it's not just for. crypto, yeah. Um, but it will only store the corresponding NFTs that are on the right blockchain. Yes. So, yeah. More to remember. <laughs> yeah. So you get NFTs from the Ethereum blockchain, you can use MetaMask. That's all good. It'll hold that. Might not hold other ones. Yes. <laughs> Depending where you buy them yeah. and stuff. It still seems so like it's, my team versus your team with a lot oh, of crypto yeah, stuff. And massively. It's and interesting. It is one of those scratch the surface. The more you know. Yeah, yeah. I thought, the more complex I thought this would be a shorter episode. <laughs> yeah, I thought we were like, we're so over on top of this now. <laughs> no. Yeah, we're now uh, learning more complexity. Yeah, yes. <laughs> yes. All right. I will continue on with do. crypto.com mm. DeFi wallet. Uh, best DeFi wallet according to money.com. Uh, All right, so Crypto.com DeFi Wallet is a wallet created by a company mostly known for its crypto exchanges. So Crypto.com is also a big exchange and we'll talk about exchange shortly. 
It's specifically tailored for use in what is known as decentralized finance, which is the DeFi, which is a sector of the crypto world focused on lending, saving, and other financial products that don't rely on a central broker. And we'll probably talk DeFi next episode, so I don't want to go too much into yeah, that. Yeah, it's a big topic, DeFi, so I don't think we're... We won't tackle it today. No, no. <laughs> All right. So users of Crypto.com DeFi Wallet can use their crypto holdings to interact with DeFi products, both on their mobile app and a in a browser extension. Sorry. It also has a desktop app that integrates with Ledger hardware wallets. Yes, yeah, so that's so that cold storage provider. Yep, straight into it. Yep. Uh, another offering that might be of interest to some security-minded users is the availability of a two-factor authentication. It's worth noting that many competitors, however, don't have two-factor authentication, arguing that it raises the risk of losing your crypto and mm. is more made redundant by some of the f- fundamental technology of wallets. Mm, mm. That makes me nervous. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody likes two-factor authentication, right? Yeah, it's yeah. where like, most of the world's moving for yeah. normal ways. It sounds like people stuck like, nah, crypto, you don't need it. But does that stop someone when they have my phone and can open the application? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, yeah there's, there's lots going on there. Uh, side note, Crypto.com Arena is home to the LA Lakers. So oh, that's what I mentioned before. Ball. Yeah, so I can't remember what the stadium in LA used to be. I didn't write it down for some silly reason, but the main stadium, basketball stadium in no. LA... Uh, is now crypto, is the crypto.com stadium. That's interesting. Yeah, so they're, they're a big deal. Um, I don't really get into it with a lot of these definitions, but a lot mm. of them, like their applications and that, you can look at your NFTs in there. It'll actually show you and display them. They yeah. have lots of options. I a think, lot of them connect through to like OpenSea and all those sort of yes. marketplaces where you can buy yeah. different NFTs and stuff. Yeah, I think uh, crypto, and all, well, we might talk about when we get in exchanges, but I think crypto.com is one of those like real big basic like let's keep things how you like them now type of yeah it might be like a bridging but yeah like a little bit what you're comfortable with in the world of web 2 yeah exactly yeah. Over like look we we advertise at the basketball and we've yeah. got help desks and all you know two-factor things you like we have yeah but anyway um we probably don't want to bore everybody with us no nah, we won't we won't out. go through so we'll them. skim through some of the other ones yeah um so exodus which was um rated the best for desktop because uh, you might have noticed we keep saying this one uses browsers or desktop and this one might use apps because yes. once again do your research yeah. each different wallet is accessed through a different thing yeah. some of them are only through an app on your phone yes some of them enable you to actually be able to log onto a website on your computer but yeah. it varies yeah Check and it's it. also worth noting how you're going to use your cryptos because i think mm. and I, we didn't go into it much on this one we'll talk about it on the next episode is what you actually do with your cryptos is some of these allow you to spend it like you would a credit card yeah. so you can actually you know like scan your phone like you would for your bank account to spend money in your crypto yeah so you can actually use it like money as opposed to some of these where if it's sitting on your laptop, you can't, storage you can't pay. Or something of it. Yeah, you can't pay for things. You're going to have to remove it and change it into fiat and yeah. all sorts of stuff. So, so it's very different is pretty much every yes. wallet is different. Yes, exactly. It gets confusing. Um, we've also written down, so Ledger, Ledger Nano S Plus is, yep. was rated the best crypto hardware wallet. So that's a specific product by Ledger, the company yes. we are talking about before. So they are big company of providing yeah, obviously you they the integrate into a couple of these other hot yeah, wallets. Yeah, they're pretty much like the US little USB stick with some um chips and stuff on it and I don't know. Yeah, I didn't I do much into the cold wallet side of the house because it. yeah, it's not really But yeah. But that one's rated really good. <laughs> yeah, that was the most popular one. I think it was Ledger and another, but yeah. Yeah, and they're the ones we were saying have partnered with quite a few other yeah. exchanges or wallets, hot wallets to yeah. enable that like 
I guess seamless, seamless. integration. It's beautiful. <laughs> um, so Electrum, Electrum, there yep. we go. Said that right. Um, was le- uh, voted best desktop Bitcoin wallet. So yep. that's obviously only for Bitcoin. Yes. Be aware. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, desktop version as well, not okay. just an app. Then Blue Wallet was the best mobile Bitcoin wallet. I thought it was hilarious that there was like these secondary little categories yeah. that are like best desktop for Bitcoin and best mobile for Bitcoin. Because as we're saying, yeah, they don't. It's two different worlds. <laughs> yeah, I think there's two. There's only like I think um, Coinbase and crypto. I think where you get like everything. Everything. Yeah, yeah there's not get, many. You get your app. You get your um, desktop, you get like a bank account, right? Yeah, there's trust your... and yeah. Oh, yeah, trust as well, yeah, so. Bit, yeah. yeah, they're the um, main ones. Do you want to go on to SafePal? Yeah, Power? right, so SafePal, uh, it's another hot wallet. Uh, it serves over 6 million users across 190 countries, but according to our research, has pretty terrible uh, user support. So it's cool. literally a submit or, a, or fill in this form and we'll get back to you yeah, type like, of support. <laughs> uh, which might be fine if you don't need that support because you're mm. quite confident in what you're doing. But for us mere mortals, yeah. not, not crypto people, uh, that's probably not a big selling point. Yeah, they do do the hot and cold wallet thing. So yes. integration, which is good. But yeah, research yeah. people. Uh, Garada, I hope that's pronounced correctly, yeah. uh, is a free all-purpose crypto wallet uh, whose users can access their crypto via mobile, desktop and browser extension. Mm. Yeah, so that's another one. So I think that's like pretty much the main ones that they were, we've from come what I across. looked at. I, think I looked at like Investopedia and Money. Yeah, and we went to a fair few. Forbes and yeah, and we've put all the links as well for all where yeah, we found our in information in the show notes. Um, but they're probably the main ones. There is a lot, just like how there's like heaps of cryptocurrencies. There's lots of wallets. Yes. Do your research because not all of them are going to be the same. Not <laughs> yeah, some yeah. of them might just be like as you're saying, like some backyard. I've got some servers in my shed. shed. <laughs> and so yeah. others are like, yeah. I'm a real company that now sponsors a basketball stadium. Yeah, exactly. So it has like funds. So research, see what you're comfortable with. What's your risk tolerance is. Yeah. That's probably the biggest thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Or just, <laughs> like, yeah, just uh, wait till we start talking about books and drawing pictures again because you might be in a happier place. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> then yeah. all this might be quite overwhelming for Pretty you. Pretty much. Do your research. We're yes. going to like keep saying that. And we are not financial es- experts. We are not recommending any product. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Cop that Australian <laughs> law. <laughs> nah, they'd have to listen to our podcast, right? Oh, yeah. yeah, maybe we should uh, recommend something <laughs> just so we get some listeners. Just some listeners. Off. Yeah, ASIC or whatever it is. Just like, who are these people? I feel like that's not a good business strategy. <laughs> no, I feel like we are not qualified to give any uh, uh, all right. advice. That's all the wallets we're going to go through, but let's go on to, because we kept saying it earlier, Yeah. we will address what an actual exchange is, okay. crypto exchange. So let's go through that. Uh, may I? Yes, please do. All right. Thank you. <laughs> so a cryptocurrency exchange or digital currency exchange is a business that allows customers to trade cryptocurrencies or digital currencies for other assets, such as conventional fiat money or other digital currencies. Mm. So it's pretty simple. I, I, it's like a normal exchange. I yep. don't think it's too crazy. That, no, that... it's like if I'm traveling and I need to change my Australian dollars into pounds for the UK or US dollars, I go to a money exchange place, right? Yeah, you can buy money there. You can and I do swap it, but... it over. Yeah, somebody you... does it. <laughs> yeah, you can you can use your normal money to buy cryptos. Yeah, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah. it's 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 an exchange. Yeah. Yeah. So what to look for in an exchange, however, mm, is a bit different. more interesting. Yeah. So when choosing your crypto exchange that meets your needs, mm. there are several factors to consider. The most important things to look for are supported assets. And we've talked about this. So what can you buy? Bitcoin versus Ethereum. Yep. Because obviously some of the exchanges are different. Maybe you're into some weird bespoke 
token or coin, yeah. they might not offer that. Things to think about. Payment methods, so how can you buy or fill up your actual account? So can you just use your credit card? Can you do a bank transfer? Yeah. Etc. Yeah, some All of them different... might even make you have to buy their, their exchange, <laughs> yeah, their money to then... Yeah. So you need to check. <laughs> yes. Uh, what are their fees? They all vary. Do your research. Yes. <laughs> That's all I put for that one again. <laughs> they all have different fees for different things and for different reasons. Yeah. Do your research. Security. Uh, security breaches and cyber theft are common in the crypto exchange landscape. So do some research and get an understanding of the landscape before you dive in. So much of this is do your own research. Yeah, it is. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. it really is important. But it, yeah. So obviously crypto exchanges, where everyone goes to play with crypto, is obviously a high value target for hackers, etc. Yeah. Well, then it's like yeah. So money obviously moving. yeah. But the more popular and the more big your crypto exchange is, the more it's in the crypto exchanges' efforts to secure their exchange. So yeah. it's, it's that mix of, you know, there might be some super, like crypto.com, let's say that's a real big one. Yeah. Uh, you might go there. It's in crypto.com because they're publicly listed and they make money, etc. to keep their sites and their exchange highly secure. Now, there might be old backyard, dodgy, Siberian <laughs> garage something mm. where it's... It's not really as much in their interest. Yeah, they, they're not really, really worried about keeping it. High risk, high reward. Yeah. Yeah, so just do your research. Yeah. Right? Security <laughs> again. And uh, have a bit of an understanding. I really think if you're going to play in this sort of crypto world, just have a basic understanding of, like, cyber security. Yeah, you need yes. to just, like, understand what the risks are. Yes. What you need to be looking out for. Because yes. it is your money yeah. that you are going to be putting on here. And, yeah, as yeah. we are saying, you need to know... How much, yeah, what your risk tolerance is. Yeah, like, exactly. What are you How to protect to... yourself, and that's from everything, yeah, phishing risk. scams, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Customer service, something else you need to consider. Yes. Are you new or are you experienced? Do you want to chat with a bot? Do you want to talk to a human being, yep. et cetera? We talked about that a bit. Because that changes. Uh, and reputation. So before you sign up for an account on a crypto's exchange, it's a good idea to research that exchange reputation first, read customer reviews, check the news. Are they active on social? Are they a big deal? Do they yep. own a basketball stadium? You know, are they a garage in Siberia? I don't know why. Yeah. I don't know. If it's Siberia just like you would do your research when, if you're looking for a mortgage or exactly. something when you're buying a house, you research the different banks and what yep. products they're offering, what you get out of being what a suits customer. Your them. needs the best. Yes. yes. <laughs> uh, and finally, we'll actually answer the question of what are the most popular exchanges. Yes. So I looked at Australia. The, yep. These are pretty similar across the world, but there is a little bit of a difference because yep. some of the exchanges you can't access from Australia. Ah, uh, and some of them you can't even access. So there's one. I'll get. I'm a bit the ahead of myself. The old we're on the other side of the world, so we don't get to access yeah. something online. <laughs> mm, yeah, not very decentralized. It's probably something I'd to do with yeah, our so, like, government policy. Yeah, it is. Stuff. So Kraken, which is one of the big ones, one of the more popular ones, you can't even access that from some states in the US. Hmm. And that's obviously policy and that driven. Yeah, like, but it's not a technology based. What's thing. driving that exactly with the policy stuff? We have. Yeah, I didn't go into, into that, but, but that's thought, interesting. Yeah, because I'll see something flagging it enough that it's been like. No, you're not yeah. using it in Oh, and that might just region. be because you're not getting taxed on it or whatever it happens Possibly. to be. Possibly. Yeah. But yeah. anyway, Australia, what are the most yes. popular exchanges in Australia? Uh, I'll link this. There's a whole article which goes into great depth on all of these, <laughs> but I don't want to spend the next hour reading through it all. No. So the most popular one we have, or one of the most popular ones we have is eToro. So it's got overall best crypto exchange 
uh, and Australia-based investors can use. So that's Which the best for us. Because I yeah. hadn't actually heard of that one before. No, nor I've I heard of that. eToro, but I didn't think it was a crypto. I don't yeah. know where I'd heard of it before. I don't know either. I didn't think it was that. It might just be an overall exchange. Mm. Um, and crypto is where they branched out to. Mm. Uh, crypto.com. It's beginner-friendly crypto exchange with numerous useful features. So I think it's the one of the ones that does that good job of transitioning from what you know in the sort of banking world, the yeah. real world, to the crypto world. Yep. Coinbase, uh, top Australian Bitcoin exchange for beginners. Yeah. Uh, Binance, cheapest crypto exchange for spot trading, mm. which I'm I guess it's to do with your fees and like how if you want to like do, I don't, you want to make money by trading crypto yes. quickly. It's probably yeah, a yeah. good one for that. Um, and they all have different fees. I think crypto.com was no fees for 30 days. And you know, yeah, if okay. you're, one of them, <laughs> I did have a laugh. It was if you're trading more than a million dollars a month, like it's Jesus. like a 0.1% fee. I'm like, well, not problems I have. <laughs> yeah, but I found that interesting. I'm like, wow, there's some there's some big players. Mm. Uh, Digital Surge, uh, affordable crypto investing platform. So I don't know how much of that is an exchange that we were talking about versus is an actual mm. platform to invest in, which we'll get into next episode about that sort of stuff. Uh, Swift F... Swip... S-W-Y-F-T-X. Swiftx. It's more associated with FTX, is yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> um, could be Sway FTX. I don't know. Uh, I haven't actually heard of this one, but uh, it trades in over 310 different cryptos. Mm. Uh, and you can view trading charts, etc. Yeah. Yeah. And Coinspot. So, simplest Australian, Australian exchange to instant buy crypto. Uh, as I mm. said, the link to this we will put on there. And it goes into great depth by what all that means. So I said, I want to try and read somebody else's no. hard work out loud or stuff it up. We will link everything, guys. Yes, lots of links in this episode. <laughs> uh, and as I said, outside of Australia, the other real popular ones are Kraken and Gemini. Yeah. But also in the US, UK, everywhere else, um, Crypto.com, Coinbase, Binance, they're all... They're all the big players. Yeah, so. they're the big ones where most people are going. They're the most popular ones. Not yeah. saying they're the best or the worst, but they're the most popular. Yeah, that's a good way of saying it. Yes. Right. So they are the most popular exchanges in Australia and around the world. Yes. Yes. But I did also promise that we'd talk about staking. We and did. what staking is. Because I thought it was similar to yeah. some of the DeFi, the decentralized finance about... Um, well, sort proof of, investing of work in versus that. proof of stake. I yeah, well, you were talking about that. So yeah, yeah, no, so, so we, was, we were both... Well, you're, you were righter well. than I was. <laughs> well. Or I was more wronger. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let me get into it. Because I actually found this quite interesting. So, staking is a way of earning rewards for holding certain cryptocurrencies. The reason your crypto earns rewards while staked is because the blockchain puts it to work. So, cryptocurrencies that allow staking use a consensus mechanism, mm. which is proof of stake, which we talked about last time. Uh, which is the way they ensure that all transactions are verified and secured without a bank or payment processor in the middle. So your crypto, if you choose to stake it, becomes part of that process. So remember last time we talked about when you're doing proof of stake, you use X amount of crypto to... Yeah, or something about like how much you had staked or something. Yes. It's like how much you mine or contribute yes. or something. So I think I'm think i getting lost, I guess yeah, you can tell yeah, yeah. with I, this bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so I guess what I'm it means like, is this you, me again. you take some of your... Um, and just also quickly before I get into it, mm. Ethereum only. So this is on the Ethereum blockchain that uses State, um, or, yeah, proof that, of stake now. Well, it's also the other ones, Cardano, Solana, and is it Shiba Inu? Shiba Inu, yeah. They're on Ethereum blockchain, aren't they? Probably, possibly. I know you can't do it with Bitcoin. I know that much. So what you do is for that proof of stake to work, it has to use the crypto, like it says, because mm. it's not it's not going to a middleman. It's not going to someone. It has to do it off the blockchain. 
and that's how you get that. Remember, we talked about the whole double spending and all that stuff last mm. time. So you neither need to do proof of work, which is the high computation, or the proof of stake, where it sort of uses stuff that already exists. Yeah, to do it. it's still high computation, but it's like doesn't have that competition. So there's not like multiple servers yeah. trying to do the algorithm yes. at once. There's just one. So I'm yeah. guessing my guess was it feels like the staking is like using part of like your ownership to say like I will let that. Yeah, I will let my stuff be used for my ten Ethereum. I don't have ten Ethereum, but I will let my ten Ethereum be used for that. So when you do it, actually, you do it for a set amount of time, and it's Mm. kind of like you earn interest on it. I didn't go deep into it. I want to see what it looks like. Investment account, (laughs) something where you earn. Yeah, it's kind of like I'm going to put my money to work to help the blockchain do its thing. Yeah, and then at, at the end of when I pull that money out or pull that crypto out after it's done its service mm. to the blockchain, I will get a reward, interest on that. There are risks to it. I believe you can lose money through it. I'm not exactly sure how that works. As I said, I didn't mm. go deep into it. Uh, but also, once you have staked it for a period of time, you can't spend it. Like, it is locked down. Forever? No, no, no. Just for, for that for, time period. Yeah, I believe there's a time period. It's obviously you don't just... There'd be no point just mm. knowing to do it then, right? Yeah. Yeah, you wouldn't just be like, here's 10 ETH. I'll never have it. Back. This is interesting. Like maybe this is because we have talked about we yeah. want to get a wallet for yeah. invert creations. Yes. Maybe this is something we should also look into yeah, for is. our like if we want to put some cryptocurrency. Yeah. So I kind of look at it more like a that. term deposit as opposed yeah. to like using the um like investing in. Sorry, I've had a total brain fart. Yeah. Total. Rather than just like investing in the cryptocurrency sort of thing and yeah. Yeah, like trading. investments, you can go in and like a normal fiat type money investment, you can go in and yeah. you can pull funds and you can buy funds. This is like that turn deposit, like it's locked in for one, three or five years. Yeah. That type of thing, you can't pull it out, etc. We should have a look into this. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk more about it because I thought it'd be a good thing, yeah, for us just to... Because we're not interested in buying things in the metaverse or random... I'm not <laughs> really interested in exchanges and trading like no trading I, crypto. I, I, we talked about it at the end of last episode we're not want to here to be crypto kitties and make millions no. and all that sort of stuff it's just we want to know how to use this technology yeah. how it will work in the future and what it means for sort of our creative endeavors for yep. you know if we want to do nft books and put nft music and then how do you store it and you need a wallet and then do you want to sell it do you buy it do you you know mm. what crypto will you accept because your wallet may not all these different things that we haven't got to yet but mm. we need to start this basic understanding so we know yeah. What we're doing. So we don't lose all of our money. Yeah. Well, that, that's pretty much like all the information we've gathered in our like, yeah, research. Yeah, it's already like, a pretty long one. Trying to not be noobs about this stuff. Yes. As you learning. can tell, like our huge message is do your research yourself, figure yeah. out what suits you and if it's got all the functionality that you're after, Yes. whether you want online or offline wallets and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. You need to figure that out. And we need to figure that out too, Yes, don't we, we do. Yes. <laughs> I, we've both done some research, but we've got to put our heads together and do a little bit more about yeah. what we want to do for a wallet for Invoke Creations. Yes, because we really do want to set it up. So I think we'll probably over this next week yeah, we're sit gonna... down and figure out what suits our risk profile. Our, our risk company. profile and our use function and <laughs> all those our things. requirements. And figure out which of the options we've talked about today is best for us. Yeah. Um, so we'll probably try to record little snippets of ourselves and our random conversations of probably being like, what does it need? Where do we put it? I don't know. Ah! Yeah. yeah. I like this one. <laughs> I like the color more. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Is that just on your phone? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. If it's on your phone, can I open it on my laptop? Yeah. That is literally going to be one of the conversations. Uh, like yeah. if it's a business one, can yeah. two of us access it? Yeah. Or 
good question we'll ask. I know. We've got more work to do. So more research for us. But yes, we're thinking we'll do that we over will the next it. week. We'll record it and give you, give you some lovely audio next week, you know, next <laughs> yes. episode. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, it will be special. You know how we go. Maybe we'll just come to us. Yeah, maybe we'll just be like, here's what we did because there was too much of, you know, Sean yelling at Andy and Andy crying. Um, oh, it's in a public place. We'll be all right. Yes, yeah. <laughs> we'll behave ourselves. Yeah, I won't cry in public. Not again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right, oh that's that is it. That is it's a lot. It was a lot. It's super interesting though. I, I, as I thought, it'd just be you pick a wallet. Yeah, and I know. You go, no, this is wrong answer. <laughs> we, we both came into this episode definitely being a bit like, yep, it's yeah. going to be just the simple like, you need a wallet, guys, get one. Yeah, but no, no, <laughs> so many all. layers, <laughs> and we will let you know how we go. Uh, but I'm excited. <laughs> Yeah, um, because good. we're learning heaps. Um, uh, yep. But at some point, I would like to get back to writing books. Definitely level um, our knowledge <laughs> yeah, in all yes. these spaces. <laughs> yes. So that's it. Yeah, Next time, we will let you know how we go with our wallet adventure. Yes. And yes. we will also talk about the crypto market. Mm. And that might include some of that DeFi stuff. Yes. And I think so. the future of cryptocurrencies. Yeah, which I think we're, well, we're doing some music. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's where you were meant to be quiet to insert the music. Oh. No, that's fine. More it's too cool late now. sci-fi music here. Insert cool sci-fi music here. Yeah, I kind of like putting the music over the top of our weird talking. It's kind of fun. <laughs> that's fair. But yeah, I think that's definitely what we're interested yes. in. Yes. Like, and that's why we're doing this little series on cryptocurrency, as we said. Yeah. We want to understand it enough to be able to use it in all the cool stuff that's going to happen in yeah. the metaverse and Web3. Exactly. And so we've said it knows. once, we've said it a thousand times, do your research. Mm -hmm. But research can be boring. So when you want to break from that, <laughs> why don't you go read our books? Hey! hey there it is. Look at that segue. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Smooth. It is. We are, Chapters are out. Yeah. Uh, I think my call to action should be done. You should be six or seven chapters into Star Ranger by the time you're listening to this. Yeah, there's three a... Three or probably, probably three be, chapters. Yeah, three chapters will be out by the time this yeah. one's out. Yeah, so... If you're not, they did mother other. Sorry, I should yes, say yeah, that. Yeah. Not just random three just chapters. Three chapters of books. <laughs> Plus the prologue, so really four. Yeah, yeah. So, you, so <laughs> you should be reading people. If not, um, get on it. So yeah. yeah, go to our website to be able to sign up to get access to all those chapters. Yeah, invokecreations.com. There's big buttons that says sign up here. You just click it and yep. it just ask you for an email address, and then you get beautiful newsletters delivered to your inbox with the links to all the chapters. Yes, which is always fun when you know five minutes before you send it, you do a preview and you're like, oh, my EPUB's missing the last two paragraphs of my book for that yeah. chapter. Fun. The amount of times I had to re-download EPUBs and stuff because you're like, oh, that yeah. little thing. And then I changed it. Up. And then this is just a quick story because this is funny. So yeah. I did that on the weekend. I was like, that ended quickly. And then I looked at the PDF and I was like, I'm missing two paragraphs. That's weird from like chapter five or whatever, six or whatever it was. And then I went in and added the paragraphs quickly because it took, takes a little bit with Atticus, but then it changed the formatting. So I printed oh, it just no. to do another check and it had love hearts and like little rosy. I don't know. I must have picked a different theme by accident. What? I must have fat fingered it. <laughs> and it, it was, yeah, uh, it was pretty bad. I kind of want you to release that yeah. formatting. Yeah. I kind of want you to shut your mouth. That'd be awesome. <laughs> it was, yeah, I was like, thank God that didn't go oh, out. Oh gosh. Um, but yes, we will put show notes from this episode back yeah, on yeah. track. Lots of good reading. Lots of good um, reading. We've tried to be really good with keeping track of the references of like where we've been sourcing our info. Yes. Um, so we're just dumping everything yeah, at the yeah. end of the show yeah. notes. So you, you can actually it. do your research a bit easier because yeah. you can read everything we're reading. 
Pretty much. Uh, do we have a track for the end of this one? Of course we do. Yeah. If Every I wanted week, to listen one. to all of your tracks, where would I go? You can go to our YouTube channel, Invoke Sounds. Yes. And you can see all of the different tracks. And there's also our album released on there that you can just put on. It has a little yeah. animated video that'll just play in the background. Or if you just want to listen to the yes. album that got released... That's also available on almost every streaming yeah. service, I think. Now. Yeah, Apple, at least Spotify. Apple and Spotify, and we there's something else. NFT'd it and put it in all those other ones. I think iHeartRadio or something. Right? Oh, there you go. <laughs> there you go. There's Excellent. a fair few, but yes, it is out. Yeah, if you can like listen to, to my random stuff. Yeah, if you'd like to look at some of the art I haven't been doing, uh, invoke underscore art. Uh, there should be some <laughs> stuff up. by the time is. you're listening to this. Yes, on Instagram, there should be some more stuff coming up. Invoke Creations on Facebook for yeah. our sort of silliness on a regular basis. Yeah, it's us posting our, I don't know, our random stuff goes up there, I guess. <laughs> yeah, behind the scenes, <laughs> as they say. Uh, Bars Lost in the Metaverse on Twitter, which is yeah. at Invoke Creations. Twitter's its own enjoyable little minefield of crazy at the moment. Yeah. So it's quite entertaining. And that's where most of the Web3 stuff is too. So it's on our to-do list of get more involved on that. Yes, I've definitely friend. been... Uh, Staying much more abreast of this Twitter situation nowadays. <laughs> uh, all right, so let's, uh, before we listen to the track that Sean's created, um, we have lots of work to do. Yeah, We've got to go come up with really wallets. Do. We've got to do more research. We've actually got books and art and music to do as well. So we're oh. going to put our bum in a seat, do all the work. So until next time, stay dangerous. Bye.